Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. It's a simple recipe, but it would mean so much to me. Turn on the gas and make me feel fine. And all I want to say is, just give me some hot pizza. I really need it tonight. Hot pizza, come on and give me a bite. Hot pizza. Exciting edition of Financial Pizza. This is episode 18 of the podcast, and we are loaded for bear, as we used to say in the North Woods of Minnesota. I'm Steve Siddall. Now, this is the only podcast that features clips and more from some of the best financial radio shows heard around the country. On tap this week, we'll hear from America's Wealth Coach and best-selling author, Coach Pete Deruta. Brian Quarant is featured on his show, Retirement U Radio. We'll take you to Maine, where we find Kevin Frisbee. And from Raleigh, North Carolina, Greg Berrien will be along with his show, A-Plus Retirement. Now, in addition, Dave Perkins takes us on a retirement road trip, this time the Battle of Two Pizzas, New York or Chicago. And there's an interview with author, speaker, and financial advisor, Albert Zenick talking about his Amazon bestseller, Master Your Cash Flow, and I found another broker behaving badly. All that and more brought to you in 30 minutes or less. Now, to reach any of the advisors featured here today, you can call us 800-662-6808. That's 800-662-6808. Or simply text PIZZA to 21000, PIZZA to 21000. And you can reach me direct by sending me an email. Simply send it to steve at financialpizza.com. All right, let's get this pizza cooking, beginning with Coach Pete DeRuda and the flagship show, Financial Safari. It's heard around the country on great radio stations like KJCE, Talk Radio 1370 in Austin, Texas, Super Talk 99.7 WWTN in Nashville, Tennessee, and on News Radio 980 KMBZ in Kansas City, Missouri. In this clip, Coach Pete is talking with Thomas Lipscomb about how long we're living today, and then Coach ties in basketball, South Park, and winds up with a perfect storm. It all makes sense. Really. For the first time in history, retirees are more concerned about living too long than they are about dying too soon. Whoa, a and problem And I see this in my sh- life, too. A problem you don't want to have, <laughs> most certainly. Well, look at it. The, the challenge, again, a married couple age 65 has nearly a 40% probability of at least one of them living to age 95 wow. and beyond. Now, wow. 95 is an age I can't even comprehend yet. No, that's 50. incredible, yeah. But we're living longer, but we're living more healthy, and we're still doing things every day in our life. Which is fantastic. You know? I mean, living healthily, that's that quality of life we talk about so much. Now, you want to hear the problem? Sure, tell me. Well, the problem is, let me get my guy from the movie 2001, Space Odyssey, to talk I'm about I'm sorry, it. Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Oh. So we're living longer, <laughs> but we could live well beyond our monetary benefits of our retirement plans. Okay, and wow. so uh, that's a serious problem, but there is a solution. And But, Thomas, every single day I meet with folks, as you know, 
Right. And the main problem seems to be, look, I've got this, in a lot of cases, big, big lump sum. They yeah. saved in retirement plans. Yeah. But they're worried about taking any of that money out because they don't want to outlive their money. Well, and that that's <laughs> just so sad, Coach. I mean, you think these people have worked their hearts out their entire lives, saved up for retirement, ready to go have fun, have some vacation, have some time with the grandkids, uh, catch up on golf lessons, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You shouldn't have to be worrying about this stuff. So the solution isn't putting the money or taking it all out of the market and putting it under a pillow, unfortunately. No, I the agree. The rates are so bad and and you're not going to, I mean, you won't survive that either. You would drain your money down even faster. That's right. But then you leave the money in the market and part of you, even though you try to act tough on the outside, part of you is always worried about what's going to happen tomorrow in the market then. No, that's true. I mean, we've, we've all experienced the market crashes and, and yep. they're always there in the back of our mind. So we've got a lot of different problems we have to consider when we're talking about planning for retirement. Okay. okay. And longevity, we're talking about that. We're living longer. That's right. You know, that's a good problem to have. Like always we always say, there's no such thing as a good problem to have, but that's a good time where it's a good problem to have. Absolutely. Hey, I've lived too long. Well, let's make sure we have money that's there for the rest of our life. There you go. Well, and I think that's the point is, is <laughs> the problem's not living too long. The, the And it's really not a problem. It's just preparing for yeah. it. Yeah. All right. So five major problems though. Longevity, number one. Okay. Low interest rates. Now, I don't need to tell you about that, do I? <laughs> no, Low not at all. Not today, rates. that's for sure. You go to the bank and, and the banker says, you say, what's the interest rate on the CD? And they say 1%. And you say, what you say? <laughs> and then they say this. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Yes, I do. 1%. I can't survive on 1%. Inflation's no. 3%. What are we going to do? It's so true. It is so true. So we leave the money in the market, and then problem number three appears, subpar investing results. Okay. Yeah. No. Now, I guarantee, Thomas, there are people listening now, and they're saying, gosh, you're right, Coach Pete. Yeah. We're not averaging what we should be. Yeah. Well, especially with the risk that you're taking. Yeah. You, you put yourself at such risk and such really peril in some situations, especially, like you've said, as you head into retirement, and then all of a sudden, yeah. yeah. You're watching baseball. The bases are loaded one out. All of a sudden, someone grounds into a double play, an ending, ending double play, Thomas. Oh, no, don't say you don't it. score any runs. Yeah. And so you're taking all the risk, you're swinging for the fences, and you ground out or you pop out or you strike out. Yeah. That's not good. No, I'm it's talking not. about that. So if we're taking right. a lot of risk, theory says the more risk you take, the better your chances of a good return is. Sure. Yeah. Now, What's the main word in that in that phrase? Well, chances. The, exactly. Chances <laughs> stuck out to me. Chance is not something I want in my retirement. Is it because I accentuated it more? Chances. <laughs> Picture watching TV, a big red arrow pointing to the word chances. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. So you have to be very careful. So longevity, big risk, low interest rates, yep. subpar investing results. Number four, inflation. Okay. Yes. And things are getting more expensive. Well, especially as people are living so long into retirement. Yep. I mean, this is just exacerbated. Yeah. And, and basically things get more expensive. Yeah. And so if we have less and less money because we haven't put a proper bucket strategy or income plan together, well, that inflation is going to hurt even more. Yeah, yeah, that's and true. And so it'll drain our assets down. And if the market's going down at the same time you're taking money out and things are getting more expensive, that's a triple whammy. Ooh, not yeah, good. Most certainly. Number five is taxes. Taxes are here. They're not going away. No, they're not. Well, and we're in a low tax rate environment right now. So we're really only looking to go one direction. So we call that the perfect storm. Yeah. A combination of five factors that have conspired to threaten the retirement security of many people. Wow. And unfortunately, many of these are preventable. Mm -hmm. And so the number one step is to get a good plan in place. Coach makes a great point, doesn't he? You need to have a written plan in place for a truly successful retirement. Now, if you'd like to reach Coach Pete, you can call him 800-662-6808 or simply text PIZZA to 21000. You can also visit PeteOnDemand.com for more information. Financial Safari, of course, is heard weekends on a number of radio stations, including 1061 FM Talk in Raleigh, North Carolina. They are 
are an iHeart station, that means you find them on the iHeart Radio app, as well as on the iHeart Podcast Network, or wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. Pizza! Alright, time for another slice. This time we call on Greg Berrien and his show A Plus Retirement. Now in this clip, Dave Perkins and I are talking with Greg about things we can do as the year comes to a close to beef up our retirement accounts. But there are things that we can do from a retirement standpoint to sort of button things up. And, yep. and at the top of the list, Greg, is uh, maxing out that 401k if you can. Oh, yeah. You know, I tell you, when, you know, once you hit Halloween, guys, it's like it's crazy it's like there <laughs> we go we're flying we're, to Christmas. we're going we're going 85 miles now <laughs> what is it to infinity and beyond <laughs> no uh yeah maxing out that 401k is absolutely essential because here, here's the first thing about it is first of all that's pre-tax money, which is wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. You know, you're not paying tax on it right now, but of course you are being taxed on that later, being taxed on the seed or the harvest. But take advantage of it, especially if your employer is contributing for you. If your employer is contributing and you're not doing that, guys, this is free money, mm -hmm. free money. And you can do up, you know, up to $19,000 if you're under 50. And if you're over 50, like most of us here are, uh, you can uh, contribute twenty five thousand. So let me ask you this: So if if you're contributing twenty five thousand, does that impact the amount that my employer can match, or is that above and beyond my twenty five? It's above and beyond the nice. twenty five. Yeah, nice, nice, nice. That is yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Good question. Absolutely. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, that's a sweet deal. So you want to definitely take advantage of that. And again, I mean, you know, you think about it. If you if you're able to do that, to put twenty five thousand dollars in your four hundred one k this year, and you make a commitment to do that next year, and maybe the next year, and if you're just now fifty, I mean, what kind of an impact is that going to have on your retirement? Nothing but good. Let's say you're thirty five years old right now, and, and you and you put you put you know nineteen thousand dollars in there, and you let it grow, you let it grow, you let you know. Here's the thing: you got those triple compounding gains. Compounding, compounding, compounding. We, Einstein, we always talk about that. Said the eighth great wonder of the world is compounding interest. <laughs> and and those those who understand compounding make money from it. And those who don't understand it, pay it. Pay it. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, yeah. Indeed. So you got to take advantage of that compounding. And over the, over the years, it is just amazing how quickly that adds up. It's always good to be on the right side of compound interest for sure. A-plus retirement can be heard weekends on 106.1 FM Talk in Raleigh, North Carolina. The podcast version always available on iTunes or wherever you consume your podcasts. You can also visit aplusretirement.com. That's the letter A, the word plus, dot com. Now, to reach Greg direct, simply call him 800-662-6808, or you can text him at pizza to 21,000. That's pizza to 21,000. Pizza! The Financial Safari News Network presents Brokers Behaving Badly. We all know it's good to have a mentor, someone to help us learn the ropes, make our jobs better. Well, in today's episode, we meet Christopher Daugherty, who apparently was mentored by Bernie Madoff. San Diego-based advisors now charged with defrauding his investment advisory clients out of $7 million. Here's the story. According to the SEC, Doherty's firm offered about 50 clients that included mostly teachers, hospital employees, veterans, even some of his neighbors. In other words, not terribly sophisticated investors. He offered them a chance to invest in tax-free private placements that purportedly provided quarterly dividends of about 5%. 
The 45-year-old Doherty is also facing criminal charges for his conduct by the San Diego District Attorney's Office. The SEC complaint says there were no private placements and it was nothing more than a Ponzi scheme. In classic Ponzi scheme style, he took new investor money to pay quarterly dividends to existing investors. Oh, he also spent a fair amount on himself, you know, the usual personal expenses. Oh, but it didn't end there. The SEC says he also offered investors an opportunity to invest in his farm and his real estate business. But in reality, all the money was commingled and used as part of the Ponzi scheme fraud. No, it's not the first time he was in trouble either. Back in 2012, he pleaded guilty to a misdemeanor conviction for fraudulent appropriation from a charitable organization. What a guy. He's got a court date later this year. That's just one more reason to make sure you're dealing with a true fiduciary. And don't be afraid to ask them to prove it. Pizza! Let's make another slice of pizza. This time we head to the great state of Maine, home of Kevin Frisbee. And in this clip, Kevin and I are talking about HSAs, health savings accounts, and how the role they can play in your retirement plan. Great tool. So as a health savings account, first of all, you have to have a, a compatible high deductible health insurance plan to be able to contribute to these. But if you do, which a lot of people do these days, uh, because of the cost of the premiums, they, they're going to a more uh, or, or a higher deductible plan that does qualify for health savings accounts. Um, if you if you can contribute, you get a tax deduction from those contributions. And for an individual, they can contribute up to $3,500 for 2019. So you imagine thinking, hey, I got $3,500 sitting in my account, just doing nothing. And I, uh, I have the chance to be able to put into a health savings account. You can actually get a tax deduction for that full $3,500. And you, you know as well as I know, Steve, you're going to use that money for healthcare purposes at some point in the future. And that's the caveat here. If you use it for healthcare purposes, all that money comes out tax-free. So, and so you get so the deduction, get to take it out tax-free. Wow. I mean, that's a, I mean, that's a win-win-win. <laughs> I mean, if you start it's to look at it. Definitely a win-win-win. Yeah. yeah. And, it's, and for, for a family, you're allowed to put up to 7000 So if you're a single person, let's say your, your max is 3500 for a family, um, 7000 If you're 55 or older, you can contribute an extra $1,000. So again, it's a great little benefit to tuck money away for future health care costs and get the tax deduction today. So let's, I mean, the question that I got all the time is, uh, well, what about Medicare? And, and if... It, there's a little, it's a little caveat there too. In other words, if you're on Medicare, you can't really contribute, but before you get there, you can, and then you can use the money for medical expenses. Good point. So once you, that's a, that's, that's a rule that a lot of people don't, uh, don't know about or aren't aware of. So once you reach the age of 65, you're eligible for Medicare. And at that point, most people can no longer contribute to a health savings plan and get that tax deduction. So you've got a window from whatever your age is now to 65 to be able to tuck some money aside, get the tax deduction, have that money set aside for health healthcare purposes in the future. Um, so again, if you're close, uh, let's try to max that out. If not, uh, and again, you've the whole caveat here to all of this is you have to have a compatible high deductible healthcare plan to be able to do that. Sure. So, I mean, again, and then another really big thing that, that makes sense, especially right now is, uh, you know, well, contributing to a Roth IRA or contributing just to your IRA, either one, uh, if you, if your employer doesn't offer those. That's right. So as I, I mentioned uh, just a second ago is you're allowed to put into IRAs or Roth IRAs all the way up until the tax filing deadline, April 15th for the previous tax year. So I have a lot of clients. I tell people, listen, if, if, if it doesn't benefit you, you don't know that till you, till you file your taxes, don't put it into an IRA account until that time comes. Tuck that money away in a savings account and then have it set there so that when the time comes 
and you're doing your taxes, first find out if it makes sense to put into an IRA or a Roth IRA. And if it doesn't make sense based on your tax situation during 2019, then don't do it. And then save that money for possible 2020 contribution. And the same thing, wait until the end of the year when you start to file your taxes for 2020 and, and make that judgment call because there's no sense in, in tucking money into something that is not going to give you a benefit until you figure out when you do your taxes, is this, is this going to benefit me or not? Then you make that decision. I always enjoy talking with Kevin. And you can hear Kevin's show, Financial Safari Weekends, on multiple radio stations throughout the state of Maine, as well as every Thursday afternoon at 3.50 on the Howie Car Radio program. That's heard up and down the East Coast as Kevin offers his insight to the market for the week and some other financial tips. Now, to reach Kevin here, call him, 800-662-6808, or you can text PIZZA to 21000 to learn more about Kevin and Frisbee & Associates. Visit frisbeebenefits.com. That's F-R-I-S-B-I-E benefits.com. Pizza. Now let's join Dave Perkins for another retirement road trip. This time, he splits his time between Chicago and the Big Apple in pursuit of pizza. It's your go-go years, so let's get going with another retirement road trip. We're going to burn a lot of frequent flyer miles today because we're going back and forth from New York to Chicago. And what's on the menu? Pizza! Who has the best? Well, now there's a dangerous question. I'd never ask a native of each of those cities, at least not in person. Anyway, it's an apples and oranges comparison. They're so different. One is folded and eat it on the run. The other's a sit-down meal, probably best with a fork and a knife. New York pizza's known for thin, crispy crust topped with a thin layer of tomato sauce, cheese, and assorted toppings. Chicago deep dish features a thick crust with an inch-deep smoldering of tomato sauce, cheese, and toppings. So whose is the best? New York? Hey, forget about it. Or Chicago? Hey, forget about it. Hey, New York, it's Chicago's turn. Well, we're not going to fight it out anyway. They're both great in their own way. But here are some must-visits. Just a couple. They're big cities. Can't get them all. In New York, Lombardi's. Going back more than a century, it's recognized as the first pizzeria in the United States. It started as a grocery store in 1887. In 1905, the pizzeria was born. Have cash, though, no slice only. In Chicago, you have to try Lumanati's, that famous buttery crust, delicious deep dish cooked on well-seasoned pans. In New York, visit a Greenwich Village institution, Joe's Pizza. I mean, the founders from Naples, pretty authentic. That's where you get the classic New York slice, fold it and off you go. Back to Chicago, non-touristy. Pequod's in Lincoln Park, custom made to your liking from scratch. And the pans are really old, which really accentuates the flavor. Just a couple there, and of course there's variety in both cities, but those are the signatures for each. You know, your retirement plan is a lot like your very own pizza, custom made to your order and just right so you can sample the pizza in both cities on your retirement road trip. Yeah, I'm a Chicago pizza guy. That's all I'm saying. And you don't forget, you can hear more road trips uh, like that inside the Financial Safari Radio program every week. At pizza. Brian Coranti is up next. His show, Retirement U Radio, increasing your financial IQ with Brian Q. Great concept for a show, too. It combines a little bit of classic rock with retirement talk. And in this clip, Brian and I are talking about the things to look for when choosing a financial advisor. Well, look, I mean, choosing the right advisor, and I, I always encourage folks go out and meet a few people you know have a few interviews with a few different advisors yeah, you'll know when you find the right person at the end of the day what you're really looking for is someone that's going to be focused on helping you 
uh, develop an investment plan. And at the end of the day, that's where it all starts. We always have to start with a plan first. Uh, unfortunately, too many people are, are when they are interviewing uh, financial advisors, uh, typically when they sit down, uh, the advisors like to start speaking to them uh, about financial products. But uh, making sure that you're working with a fiduciary is, is very, very important. I mean, it's no secret. Uh, look, I, I do 70 educational events. We, we obviously do the radio show every weekend. Um, and if you listen to the airwaves, I mean, you can find uh, lots of financial advisors on the radio or even in podcasts these days, mm -hmm. not to mention uh, the endless dinner seminars and even, uh, you know, that you can attend. I mean, if you're 55 and older, you probably can go out to a dinner event every night of the week on a financial advisor. Um, <laughs> probably <laughs> so. You, you really could. I mean, you know, it's just, I can remember when I started doing talks 20 years ago, I, I thought we would do a few of them. Um, and then maybe we would stop, but you know, if you come to any of our educational events, I mean, the room is absolutely packed. Um, now we don't do many dinner seminars, uh, anymore because, uh, we just can't fit enough people at a restaurant. Um, you know, our, our, uh, educational events probably have anywhere from 60 to 70, uh, people at those events. So we need larger rooms to be able to do that. So you'll find us a lot at the uh, uh, learning institutions uh, like LaRoche College or uh, Robert Morris University or a lot of the public libraries. But the most important thing in, in hiring an advisor is making sure that you hire an advisor that is a fiduciary. Hiring an advisor who is not a fiduciary, by definition, by the way, a fiduciary is an individual who is ethically bound uh, to act in another person's best interest. Right. And when you're working with a fiduciary, a fiduciary helps you develop an investment process and an investment plan versus recommending financial products. We don't get paid uh, commissions to recommend financial products. We actually get a, paid a fee for the service and the plan that we put together. So, uh, you know, this obligation eliminates, obviously, conflicts of interest concerns and makes an advisor uh, advice more trustworthy. And what I mean by that is, you know, let's say you're working with someone um, that gets paid commissions. And look, I coach advisors all over the country, and I, I truly believe that there's a lot of great advisors out there, and they're truly doing what's in the best interest of the clients. But with any industry, um, you have good ones and you have not so good ones. And what makes the fiduciary standard so important, especially when you're looking for a, an advisor, is the fact that you know, if you have somebody that's working on commissions, you have no idea whether or not that person is coming to you uh, recommending a product uh, or making a change to your portfolio because they want to actually improve the portfolio or they're just looking to transact and make a commission. So when you're working with a fiduciary, it's a much more transparent uh, relationship and and truly, uh, you know, we're held to a higher standard and by law, we have to act in the client's best interest. Uh, otherwise, we lose that fiduciary standard. That's great insight, Brian. Really good stuff. Now, you can hear more on Retirement U Radio Saturdays and Sundays on 3WS in Pittsburgh. They are an iHeartRadio station, so it's also available on the iHeart app, as well as the iHeart Podcast Network. And you can reach Brian himself. Call 800-662-6808 or simply text PIZZA to 21000. And for more information about Brian and his team, simply visit Secure moneyadvisors.com securemoneyadvisors.com pizza time now for my conversation with author and financial advisor Al Zenick. Now Al's book Master Your Cash Flow The Key to Grow and Retain Wealth is an Amazon bestseller. A question we often ask ourselves about money is are we making the best financial decisions? 
For most of us, the answer is, it depends. Today, author, speaker, and wealth advisor Al Zenick offers some advice and perhaps a different way to look at your money and how you can put yourself on a path to more security and less stress getting there. Al Zenick wrote the just-published book, Master Your Cash Flow, The Key to Grow and Retain Wealth. Al says managing your cash flow needs to be a priority, or you can find yourself in trouble. I'm the poster child for that. 30 years ago, I had a successful uh, CPA firm, but I was on the verge of a personal bankruptcy because I never watched my own personal cash flow. You could have very successful people in business you know, making really poor financial choices that can lead them to a place they don't want to go. Senek says there are two kinds of financial planners out there. One is a goals-based planner, the other a cash flow planner. He says they're both good and they ask the same kinds of questions like, when do you want to retire, do you want a larger home, a vacation home? And they have the same goals, he says, but there are some differences with how you get there. We think those goals are really great also, but if you don't look at insurance, at debt, um, the way you're making decisions around your career, you can miss a lot of other things that can greatly increase your cash flow, uh, reduce the time you have to work, get you there faster, uh, have more wealth, and, uh, and be really positive influence in your life. Zenick says not all debt is bad. We, we here in the United States especially, because of the Great Depression, uh, other things in the past, feel debt is bad. We've been taught that by our parents, our grandparents. But very few people run the numbers. If you really get down to it, a person could never afford a house unless they took out debt. So the thing is, is debt can be your friend. Debt can be like with a small business, leverage your wealth and get you there faster. Uh, you want to avoid, of course, the consumer debt and being silly with it, but explore uh, the, the benefits of using debt smarter. He says running our personal finances like a well-run business makes sense. A well-run business is always going to target its profit. It's always going to target the bottom line. Most people don't. Most people, it's like, well, I hope it's all there. I wonder what I made by the end of the year, and I hope it's going to be all there for me, rather than really focusing on and planning it. He says one of the most important steps is to put together a winning team. Sometimes people say, where do you start out? Making sure you have the best advisors around you, the best attorney, the best accountant, the best insurance person, and make sure that you know you have what I call a championship team, the ones that are being proactive. They answer your phone calls. They're, they're making sure they're making smart decisions for you. Many of us don't do that. We ignore that, and we and we, we try to do it ourselves or else have this team that's subgrade. And all that does, a bad team is going to cost you more years of working or you're not going to be able to achieve what, what you want. Again, the book is called Master Your Cash Flow, The Key to Grow and Retain Wealth. You can learn more at his website, alzenek.com. That's spelled Z-D-N-E-K. Again, Al's book is available on Amazon, of course, and everywhere else where books are sold. Pizza! We've got one more slice of pie this week, and once again, we join Coach Pete Deruta and Thomas Lipscomb on Financial Safari. Now, in this clip, Coach covers a bit of his history, and of course, what Coach Clip would be complete without a sound drop or two. We can tell people all day long things to do, but if we don't give action steps, action doesn't happen. Yeah, no, it's very true. It's and very a thought true. without action is a dream. <laughs> it is. Right? It is. Well, yeah, I mean, you know as well as I do, Coach, it's why you started the radio show, why you do what you do, but, uh, you know, the financial world can be terribly confusing. Can you fly this plane and land it? Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Thought that was a good time to put that in. Again, we also have the uh, special report by Sully Sullenberg and me, Retirement Autopilot Strategies. Okay. How a lifetime of planning can be put at risk without the properly practiced protocol of situational awareness, firm decision-making, and a properly programmed 
autopilot. Wow. Retirement autopilot, folks. If you don't remember anything else from the show today, it is vitally important that you have some money that is not dependent on interest rates, that is not dependent on the stock market, and will pump out an income to you each and every year for the rest of your life. It'll give you that green flag on the mailbox we talk about, hmm. which, Thomas, I really haven't talked about lately no, in, in, in much, much more advanced ways. So let's talk about this for a minute. Let's just review for folks that maybe you're just finding the show for the first time. Okay. You know, each and every week over the last 12 years, we've had people call in saying, I just found your show. That's right. That's right. No, it's very (laughs) true. We're all over America, but you just found it. That's fine. Welcome in. There you go. Now, when you walk to the mailbox, you pick the mail up every day. Sure. It's, It's still a walk. I still walk to my mailbox and every now and then I'll open the mail and there'll be some bad news. There'll be a bill. (laughs) <laughs> you ever right. get any bills in the mail? Oh, uh, just a couple times a week. <laughs> How does that make you feel? <laughs> you know. <laughs> and you know, I still I, I do electronic banking some, so I pay some of my bills with the with the bank, right? Right, yeah, right yeah. there on online. Sure. But every now and then I want to send a, a payment in or because I have to I want proof or something, or maybe they don't take electronic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a bill sitting yep. in my box right now. Yeah. yeah, they I have to pay it over the phone. So you yeah. sit at your desk or the kitchen table and you write out the bills, you write out the checks sure. that night. And so folks wait till the next morning. Don't go put it out that night because people could steal your bill out. You steal that payment out of your mailbox. No, that's but good advice. You yeah. go out the next day and you put the, and really should never even do this, but you go out, you put the check in the mailbox and you put the red flag out. Right. Yeah. The red flag on the mailbox. Yes. Now, okay. The red flag tells the mailman there's mail in the box yep. that's going out, probably a bill. Yep. The red flag also tells any identity theft person who's who's riding through your neighborhood this mail in the box. Wow. Yeah. No, that's very true. <laughs> so that's very true. I know I shouldn't do it. So uh, this is not advice. Do, don't, don't pay your bill. Go to the real mailbox and put your bill in. But that's good. for my example, it works. Sure, yeah. So the red flag comes out and there goes money out your door, right? Okay. Yep. It's yep, gone. Yep. So if you set up a properly programmed income planning strategy, when the mailman comes and picks your bill up, he puts a bigger check in every month. That is a <laughs> green, and he puts a green flag on top of the mailbox because that's income. Uh, so if yes. you could have a mail a mailbox that constantly, all the way through retirement, was guaranteed to have a green flag on the mailbox each and every month, would you pass that chance up? I definitely wouldn't, uh, you know, because that's really, uh, you know, where I'm in my working years right now. So when I see the paycheck comes in, it gives me that security knowing my bills are covered as opposed to having just a whole bunch of money in a bank account somewhere that keeps getting lower and lower. And you're not sure how inflation may hit it. You're not sure if taxes will hit. Yeah. Wouldn't it be great to have a never ending paycheck? Oh, wow. That would be phenomenal. That's income planning. Wow. And again, we call it sensible income planning techniques for life. Well, that's it. Another financial pizza complete. Financial pizza features clips and more from some of the best financial radio programs heard around the country, all brought to you hot, fresh, and in 30 minutes or less. Remember, you can reach any of the advisors featured here by calling 800-662-6808 or simply text the word pizza to 21000. Hey, let me know what you think. Send me an email, steve at financialpizza.com. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'm Steve Siddall. Pizza. Coach P Radio. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. Money management is provided by Equus Capital Management. Equus is an SEC-registered investment advisor located in San Rafael, California. Investment advice by Capital Financial Advisory Group, LLC, a North Carolina-registered investment advisor.
Insurance advice given by Capital Financial and Insurance, a North Carolina licensed insurance agency.